thirsty, and 30. Hi, this is Bea, one half of the duo of Thirsty and 30, a chat show on modern love and life. Today I'm with Shari, and we are both non-experts at being in our 30s. Most of the time, it's confusing and downright overwhelming. So we decided to start a series of 30 or so questions with thriving women. The goal is to deep dive their journeys and help you navigate your 30s with a thirst for life. We kick off the series with Sasa Jimenez, a fashion designer in her 30s. Her guts and grit got her much success. We talk about how women should be proud of their success no matter what, baking is a form of release for any life and sexual frustration, and the one advice she got that changed her life. This is all you need to hear to embrace the week with confidence. Okay, so we're here to ask you 30 questions. So the, the name of our interview is 30 questions we ask thriving people. And clearly you are thriving and we also want to thrive. Is it harder to date because of your success, do you think? Well, I don't think I'm that successful. I mean, I think, I don't think girls are too successful. I don't think there are any women that are too powerful, too successful. There are only guys who cannot take that kind of success or power girls are so scared to tell guys what kind of job they have like what kind of apartment they have where they've been how much they make but then yeah that's not our problem they should catch up i'm gonna use that i'm gonna use that line (laughs) the superiority thing it's really like what's the problem What's your problem? <laughs> so, Bea and I get this here. How about you? Are you getting pressured by the titos and titas of Manila about settling down? Um, <laughs> well, I get asked. I get asked, but then my parents were never like that. They were never the type to pressure me. Oh, I have an older sister, and neither of us are married. And we were never the type of family that was like pressured to have children or or to, you know, take on a husband. I'm sure my aunts and uncles are curious, but I've never felt the pressure because my parents were never like that to me. And I don't know, maybe maybe they just think I'm busy. <laughs> I don't know. I feel it more with my peers. Sasa, I stalk you on Instagram a lot, and I see that you wow. always be. And we had a conversation. Baking and sexual frustration. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, this is so good, by the way. I heard about it. I was like, why so why don't I bake more? You should. <laughs> you know, it takes a lot of focus and energy and patience to bake something good. And if you have so much pent-up energy, all of that sexual frustration that's kind of um boiling inside of you you should channel that into baking something and the kind of satisfaction that you get from having a successful bake is not you know it is not the same as like having sex but then it's quite satisfying pros and cons of being single Ooh, um god there's so many pros but also so many cons i'll start with the bad so recently, I, I'm, I'm doing a bit of remodeling in my apartment. And I had to pack up a lot of my things. 
And I thought it was a one-person job. But the whole time, I was thinking, God, I wish I had a guy around to, like, carry boxes or to reach things that I can't reach. So I guess somebody to help me with um, handiwork in the house. That's a con. I don't have that. <laughs> I have to do everything myself. Pros of being single, so many. There's just... I've been in relationships before and not all of them have been great. I'd always lose sleep over some loser or some guy. I don't get that now. <laughs> There's just so much headspace when you're when you're single. There's so much freedom and freedom is good. Freedom is sexy. That's such a good point about having your headspace and your freedom. One question I have it comes with your creativity. Where do you draw inspiration from? Um, it can come from anywhere. I never know how to answer this question because it differs from project to project. Sometimes I am creative out of necessity kasi malapit na yung deadline. Tapos wala ka nang maisip. And then it's just, it is the pressure that, you know, kind of... Um, brings that out in you. Sometimes I get inspired when I'm really relaxed and I have time to travel and I have time to watch movies and read books. And I think immersing myself in a lot of different things makes me inspired to to create. I love what you said that it comes from different um, areas or different kinds of time or period. Um, I have another question on the start of your career because this is something I'm so interested in. You, When you started around in your 20s, you did, I think you went back to the Philippines and you did a 45-piece collection. Is wow. that right? So to do that, it takes a lot of guts. It's a bit of a crazy thing to do 45 pieces. What's your advice for people that, want to be a bit more gutsy it's such a compliment when you say gutsy but i think um i was so naive <laughs> that time that's precisely why i did it i didn't realize what it entailed to do that really big collection i didn't realize like what kind of attention it would bring me i was just i was really naive <laughs> naive and I wasn't thinking about the repercussions of doing this this really big project. And at that time, I was still in my 20s. Ang dami kong energy. Ang dami kong energy. Like now, if, if I wanted to do a 45-piece collection, I would really have to think about it hard because wala na akong energy. Pagod. Antok na ako. But then at that time, because you're so excited to get in the game and to start your career and, you know, coming from school, you have all of these ideas and it was just like a totally different time. Um, thank you for calling it gutsy. I, I guess, I guess... 21-year-old me was gutsy, but I didn't realize, it didn't come from courage. <laughs> that that project didn't come from courage. It was really just me not knowing what I was getting myself into. I just said yes, and voila, I just did, <laughs> I just did it. How do you take care of your energy? Like, Do you have any other ways to have that same energy 
Because, like, for me, I want to be 30 when I'm 80. Like, I want to be mindset-wise, I still want to be the same. Um, that's all we want, really, <laughs> is to, to still feel and look young even when we're old. What I don't want to lose when I grow old, whether I'm, I've, I've lost my energy or maybe even my will to live, is, like, being curious about the world, I think, keeps you really young. When you, when you keep learning certain things i don't care what it is if it's something about current events or art or pop culture i mean i think if you're if you keep yourself in tune with what's happening in the world and you're not set in your old ways i think that'll keep you pretty young pretty hip you're also a dog lover i believe it's a big passion of yours and you have a beagle named maximus is that right yes is it a deal breaker for you if uh, a lover or someone you're dating doesn't like dogs or are scared of dogs or kinagat ng aso at takot nga? That's pretty common. That's pretty common. Yung kinagat ng aso ng bata siya and therefore they grew up, you know, yeah. dogs or... Um, Yes, I think it's a deal breaker. But, you know, we always say these things until we meet somebody that we're willing to change the rules for. Um, although I've never, I've never had a boyfriend that was a dog lover or a dog owner. Um, at most, they tolerated dogs or liked dogs, but from, like, from a distance. Like, they liked dogs, but they would never take care of one which is like a totally different um, kind of person. A dog person is somebody who's willing to pick up poop, willing to bring them to the vet, the groomer, you know, sabi nila matulog. is like my favorite rom-coms. Because this is like my number one, must love dogs. If you don't like dogs, I'm going to have to choose over you. And then my daughter or my son is allergic to dogs. I'm like, oh, hi, Papa, I'm going to name bata. I'm going to name dog. Yeah, I can do that too. I can give up a child for a dog. Actually, favorite story that I've heard of you, Sasa, Jess was telling me that you guys were walking, like, drunk, walking in, I don't know where, Publishon maybe. And then this, like, street dog started barking at you guys and then parang lasing ka na yata and then you just yelled like che alagaan kita dyan eh I'm like oh my god threat mo so okay well I think what I'll do na lang if if a guy is not a um a dog person is pipilitin ko siya pipilitin ko talaga pwede naman ituro yan so so I noticed that dog people are morning people. What do you do, like, first thing when you I'm wake up? I'm not a morning person. Oh, you're not? Yeah. Okay. I mean, so we have, well, I have a lot of dogs, but Maximus, who is, like, my my number one dog, is not a morning person either. So okay. um, also because he's old now. And, you know, dogs take after their, their humans. So I guess... Oh. Yeah, we kind of wake up same time. <laughs> what do you do the first thing you wake up? Well, me and Max, we go down and then and then I bring him out to pee. And then I have my coffee. <laughs> Let's go a bit more um, inspirational. What is the best advice that you've ever received? 
the best and um let me think about this first um the best advice that i've ever received um there have been a couple but one of my favorites was from my dad and i i was asking him what i should take um as uh, as a course in college and what he told me was the worst thing you can do for your career or your life is to be indecisive. Choose one thing and do it well. That's the only way. That's the only way you'll you'll be okay in life. He said it to me in a shopping mall. Pero hindi ko siya makalimutan. Makes sense. I love it. Um, yeah. What you live by? Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Mesmerize. Ah, mesmerize. Best habit. Trained yourself to do best habit that I trained myself to do moisturize. Parin, <laughs> I mean, who has not benefited from moisturizing? Um, we all have different skin types, and there are different types of moisturizer per skin type, but we need to do it. Do you believe in luck? In luck, yes. Yeah. Yes. What is your advice to those struggling? Struggling in their career? Don't over... Okay, I've got a question in terms of your start. We kind of dabbled into this, but how did you find out that this was the career you wanted to um, pursue? I didn't really know. I, I liked a lot of things as a kid. I wanted to get into so many things. Fashion was always de- was definitely fascinating to me. I think it's fascinating for most people because it's it's glamorous. Well, from the outside, <laughs> from the outside, it's glamorous. It looks fun. It's always changing, and I wanted to be part of something that was really fast paced. That's I like that kind of environment. So I really I wouldn't say I was born to do it. I wasn't the I wasn't a child that knew what she wanted to do. It wasn't until I was actually in fashion school that I knew that I loved it. It wasn't until I was practicing the craft that I knew. How do you overcome personal roadblocks or work roadblocks or any other roadblocks the world throws at you? Do you meditate? Do you do what are the things that have helped you? Okay. So well we've discussed baking. There's there's wine. Oh yes. Wine. <laughs> um there's of course playing with my dogs. I love I love my friends. I love talking to other people. There's nothing that puts things in perspective more than like getting to know other people, getting to know if people are also struggling like you. And that kind of puts you in your place. And you know that really gives you that gives you um, a better perspective of how lucky you are and how easy you have it when when you get to talk to other people and you know that you're not the only one that's 
you know, disappointed with the world. <laughs> that is so true. That's what we was quite nice with our um, podcast because we do meet people na nasawe sa pag-ibig or like um, nabutol sa pag-ibig. Maraming yeah. you, you think it's just you. So you think the world's really cruel to you. But then you hear about so many other people that have been through similar situations or maybe even worse. So, yeah. Kind yeah, of stop after that <laughs> yeah puts things into perspective that like sometimes you're like okay i really am still blessed like i'm very blessed but like, sometimes i feel like i'm so you get so self-centered and self you're so self-absorbed with your own issues and then you hear things about it, i was like okay thanks god thank, thank you god <laughs> i'm fine like yeah, we're all fine. I, know, I know oh i i think i'm i'm pretty strong pala oh <laughs> on a positive note can you define success for us I mean it's such a big word it defines different um, ranges for people on your own personal journey like what is success for you I think success is when you're you're really happy not because everything's going well things can still be shitty but then if you go to bed at night knowing that you're lucky to have people that love you. You still get another day to, you still get a chance to live another day. I think that's that's pretty successful to me. I mean, more than anything, more than like having a great job or a great partner, all of that stuff that people aspire to. If if you live your life in a way that you know is is real like there's good stuff and bad stuff and you're cool with that i think that's that's success um who do you look up to who do i look up to that lives their life like that my parents i think they were really really happy good people there's there's like nice people but then there's good people and you know like to their core they're really they're really content and um yeah, that's something I've always admired. This one I love. What is love to you? I'm sure I've said so many things over the years, drunk, drunkenly to friends. Na ang love ganto kasi yan eh. Love ganyan yan dapat. Love is the stamina to keep going despite it being hard. And when people say, you know, you choose to love somebody, I think that's real. Love is an action. I mean, it's an action. It's a verb. It's something that you actively do. Love doesn't magically happen to you. That's that. I think that's infatuation. I think love is hard work. And when you don't mind that hard work, that, that's real love. Okay, gagamitin ko sa wedding vows ko. I found the trailer for this interview. <laughs> okay, so Tessa, what book or movie has changed you and why? Well, most recently, I've watched this movie called Sound of Metal. And it's about this this guy who loses, he's, um, he's a musician, he's a percussionist, he's a drummer. And he loses his hearing. Okay. He loses his hearing. So the movie is about him coming to terms with being deaf, with being, um, with having this this condition. And the whole movie is about him being educated about his deafness, not being a disability. It's There's a whole community that lives their life normally. It's just that they 
have to learn and navigate the world in a totally different way than the rest of the people that have the ability to hear. So I, you know, it was so sad. You guys should watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. I've yeah, heard it's of called it. Sound of Metal. It's called it. Sound of Metal. And the most important part is it stars Riz Ahmed, and he's so cute. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I have to watch this. Just say a story. Like my when my mom, my mom kasi got sick with ALS before she passed away. So she lost the ability to walk. But actually she lost a lot of abilities, like the ability to walk, to use her hands. And at that time, it was also hard for us to understand what kind of life she was going to lead without all of these abilities and then after watching that movie really realized that people have to deal with this all the time Mm. you know it's not like it happens to you today and then okay for the rest of your life it's something that they have to deal with and learn to not just accept but to embrace that part of yourself that's really hard to deal with also makes you realize how lucky you are we take that stuff for granted all the time yeah. I just have a follow-up question on that because that's such a defining moment in your life. What age were you when this happened with your mom and how did you deal with it along with your family? Um, we knew she was sick when I was mm, 23. It's kind of young still, 23, 24. And then my mom passed away when I was 29. Yeah, it was hard to think about all of that stuff because in your 20s, you're really wrapped up in a lot of other things. Mm. You know, you're trying to, you're still trying to get to know yourself, trying to find your place in the world and, and having to go, I mean, I had to go through all of that at the same time. But that period of the 20s to like 29 is also very crucial and I think yeah. it's come make you stronger as a person it really, does. it really does so Sasa if you could have lunch with one person that are alive who would it be Fran Leibowitz she's great for yeah. what in your life are you most grateful family family I love my family okay what's the single best realization you've ever had looks don't matter I mean they do but but in the end, but in the end, it only really lasts for a moment. It is not, not even like you can name 10 things you like about someone and their looks won't even be, be part of it. Last night, my mother was watching like um, Adam Levine on TV. It was like, can you imagine what if you were married to somebody like that? Imagine making up to that face every morning. Like, <laughs> maybe the first year I'd be like amazed every morning and then the the novelty of good looks would fade and then what lasts is the connection you have beyond look but it's true it's true it's true but it's true but it's true it's true it's true it's true I mean you're right it's true it's true Okay, so what speaking of potok, what smell makes you happy? 
Mel makes me have coffee. Mm. So, I agree. Nothing wakes me up than coffee. Okay. Yeah. Well, so attractive. Yeah. So we're clear about coffee. What is the one thing you don't understand about yourself? My trust issues. I mean, I know exactly where they come from, but I don't know why I have never gotten over it. I'm trying though, but but it's not working. <laughs> It's gonna take time. Don't worry. Be patient with yourself. Um, what is something beautiful you see every day? Something beautiful. Our garden. I'm not a nature girl. I don't like the outdoors. I don't even like dining al fresco. I like aircon. But then, um, if there's one thing that this pandemic has taught me. Well, this is one of the things, you know, appreciating being able to walk outside freely is is a blessing. Mm-hmm. So now I do it a lot more often. Okay, one, the, another question is, what is something beautiful? I Sorry, not, what is the sexiest thing about you? Sorry, <laughs> this is a question I always... My humor. I like I've always been under the impression, and because this has been said to me several times, that guys don't like funny girls. This can be an episode for you guys. This needs to be a topic. It needs to be a topic. It needs to be discussed. And I want to know what's up. I want to know what's up. I They mention it in a lot of, um, in a lot of comedies. Like in, in Kimmy Schmidt, Jacqueline White says that men find funny women disgusting. That's one. And then there are several articles like in the New Yorker and whatever where they discuss how some comedians, male comedians, think that females are not built for comedy. Like girls are not funny. And then there are some people that say that girls shouldn't be funny because that's not what men are attracted to. And in a recent thing that I that I watched, um, it's this new um, mini series with by Martin Scorsese and Fran Lebowitz on Netflix. Yes, I started watching it. Looks good. She says in her interview that her mom said that you shouldn't be funny around men because they don't like that they don't like funny girls oh my god i want i mean i take pride in being funny i think it depends on the guy yeah. yeah, I've heard some people say that if you are too funny, you're too open, and then you become like a barcada of the guy, which, and then you have to keep a certain mystery. But I also like being funny, so this is a question we need to pose to the universe. I have to say, I've asked some guys, like what. What's a funny girl to you that is disgusting? Like, what repels you from, like, a funny girl? And what is your definition of a funny girl? So this is, like, simplified from, like, the several guys that I've asked before. They think funny girls are girls 
that laugh at their jokes. To them that like, oh, funny siya. And like girls who are like cute, funny, like, you know, in a rom-com when a girl is hot, but she's clumsy or she uh, yeah, yeah. has like a weird um, habit. They the find manic that dream girl kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's like that manic pixie dream girl thing. But Leslie Jones, not sexy. <sighs> Gets. Like that yeah. kind of humor. They don't yeah. like that. Mm. So I want to know, like, what what the deal is? What's <laughs> the problem? My Sherlock Holmes hat is on, and I will find out. <laughs> I just I think to- you, the answer won't leave us satisfied. But I, this is a question I have for you, Sasa. Finish the statement, I will be content when blank. Obviously not when People tell I us about funny girls. Content, <laughs> na ako, I swear. Pagpayat na ako. Pag oh. ako, I swear. I'm going to be like a do-gooder. I'll be so good. I promise God. I promise. <laughs> I'll be so <laughs> <the place. laughs> No, I'm sorry. That's not my real answer. I'll be content. In a lot of ways, I already am. But if there's anything that I still want to happen in my life i'll be content when i'm able to maybe live in another country for x amount of years i think i have like one more move left in me and then <laughs> do it and then okay. yeah as soon as immigration lets you in this covid yes. situation yes. calms down <laughs> This virus and then all its mutations have finished. Inject na tayo and let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Last question of our 30 questions is use three words to describe your life. One word for the past, one word for the present, and one word for the future. Sad. Sad. Present peaceful and future is hopeful i love it thank you so much sasa for indulging bea and i i hope the next tequila outdoors next meet up natin i miss that vibe thank you sasa Thank and, you. Uh, we hope that we get to inspire some of you because Bea and I are inspired. Um, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> oh my God, yes. Yes, I have to say. Especially if you answer about love, ha? Patok yun, ha? Type ko yun. Wedding vow pa na yun. Copy and paste. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> in the future. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> okay, so I'm just gonna wave. Bye to everybody. Bye. Thank you. Be safe. Thirsty and 30. Thank you for listening to our first episode of 30 Questions with Thriving Women. Next week, we have Ronita Aronatai. She participated in the Amazing Race Asia Season 5. She's a body positive activist and just really trying to break the stereotype. So, we hope you picked up something new today that will keep you sane throughout the week. And we will see you again next week. Stay thirsty. Till then.